Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Neil Humphreys in the studio with me. Neil, always great to have you back. Thank you. I'm very, very excited about this segment. It's probably about three to four months in the making since I first heard about this movie. <laughs> and let's bring in Jason Dacey from, uh, live from Brisbane, Australia. Jason, how are you doing, my friend? Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Neil. Good morning to all the Money FM listeners. It's fantastic to be back on the air with you, and I wish everyone a, a wonderful weekend, and I'm very excited, just like Neil. We, Jason, we miss you in Singapore. Darn it. Come back and visit, will you? I will. I miss you guys too. But, uh, you know, Aussie life's pretty good. Brisbane life's good. So no complaint. Yeah, awesome. I'm not crying for the guy. He's got lovely weather. He's got a lovely house, a lovely family. Yes, my heart bleeds for you, Jason. So Mr. Sensitive sitting across from me. <laughs> hey, let's let's get into our segment because this movie yesterday, which is the, the story about a young man who uh, who wakes up one day and nobody knows any Beatles songs except him. So he goes on and, and, uh, and becomes... Uh, you know, he, he performs all the Beatles songs. is is really a fun movie, and both of you guys have seen it. And let's uh, let's talk about it. what was your first impression when you saw it. Uh, you're a huge Beatles fan, Neil. Well, Jason and I have had many many segments on this show about the Beatles. We've had many heated discussions about <laughs> the Beatles. We might have another one now because <laughs> we were both highly anticipating this movie. Um, I Jason saw it before me. Uh, he saw it a month or so before me because it was released in Singapore later. Mm. I saw it with inflated expectations, I'll admit, and I loved the high concept. Like you say, there's a there's a power shortage for 12 seconds or whatever it is. This guy's involved in an accident. When he wakes up, he's the only guy who knows the Beatles. He's a failed musician, and he's the only guy. Brilliant. So he starts to make a fortune re-releasing this song. So you think that the storyline is... Would the Beatles still resonate in today's society? Yeah. Would the music transcend all cultures, all decades, all times, and so on? And the answer in the movie is a definitive yes. Jason, how did you uh, how, how did you feel about the movie when you finally saw it after all the build up and the thoughts and the talking about it? Yeah, I loved it. I, I there was a lot of uh, expectation, and you know, like Neil, I have this uh, probably unhealthy obsession with the Beatles. And as you mentioned, we've discussed it many times on the air. Uh, but when he just arrived here in Singapore, we went to uh, from Singapore, we went to a local movie house, and I took my daughter Ella and my wife Loretta, with, and we went, to, and they went and saw Lion King, and I snuck off and saw yesterday because <laughs> it was released here on June the twenty seventh. Um, and you know, I, I was I was a bit worried that I'd be disappointed, but I thought you know the combination of Himesh Patel, who's a seasoned um, soap actor with uh, East Enders and Lily James, who we know from Cinderella. They had this great chemistry, but of course, you know, it was all about the music and the Beatles and Ed Sheeran. I think he, he was fantastic to have a contemporary artist there. And of course, he didn't know about the Beatles either in this, uh, in this premise. So overall, I think it was excellent. Um, I was very touched by it. And of course, it took me back to my childhood, enjoying the Beatles in real time growing up uh, in Australia. And, uh, you know, so watching the film here was uh, very fitting. Yeah, the film was set in the 1920s. So I can see why it went back to your childhood. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> But no, it's getting, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, but the, the Ed Sheeran thing, I actually thought, I'm with Jason on this point, I thought Ed Sheeran was perfectly fine. I mean, I've seen some very sniffy reviews, one comparing him to a turnip, which oh. I thought was unfair to turnips, what? but um, I thought he was absolutely fine in the film. I agree that I thought the, the two leads had a winning chemistry. Mm. The music was great. Uh, that was terrific. The weird thing for us, very different to Jason, the weird thing for us, I took my wife, my mother-in-law, and my daughter, and we were the only people in the cinema, which very rarely happens in huh. Singapore, the only people. So when it got to Hey Jude, 
we were on our feet and dancing because there was nobody else there. So the music was fabulous. My issue, Jason, I thought the romantic comedy part was really lame. If you if you strip away... And the thing about it was I was the same as you. When I came out, I was buzzing. You know, all those Beatles songs, it was fabulous. But the more I thought about it afterwards, the more I thought that the romantic comedy element was really, you know... 101 screenwriting for beginners it was pretty formulaic that part of it what do you think jason about that about that element of it yeah look i i can see neil's point it was formulaic but we know this film is for contemporary moviegoers and they need to have kind of a hook you know beyond you know the beatles songs and that fantastic premise that they came up with so i wasn't so disturbed from that obviously you know with the the character joel fry who played rocky the the roadie who was a friend of uh, Jack Himesh Patel, again, a formulate character. And we saw Lily James, uh, Ellie, the character Ellie, you know, obviously f- falling in love or f- hooking up with someone else. Uh, and of course, Himesh Patel being very jealous. So we are seeing kind of very familiar formulate hooks into sort of the rom-com genre. But that didn't disturb me too much because I thought the characters were believable and we had the songs and that incredible premise. And there was a cameo late in, in an spoiler, careful, but there was careful. a cameo from yeah. Robert Carlyle yeah, playing one careful. of the members of the Beatles. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I was going to mention that, but I, I, I do, I'm very wary of spoilers because the movie is still showing in cinemas here. So I do want to talk about it. Um, Maybe let's hold off on that particular point if you feel it's no. Be we a can, but all I will say about that particular scene, it is by far the most polarizing scene in the movie. Uh, the director himself, Danny Boyle, one mm. of my favorite directors has admitted himself it is a Marmite scene or a Vegemite scene, <laughs> you, you know, you, a Durian scene, if you like, mm. in the Singapore context. You either love it, love it or you hate it. My thought on that scene, Jason, I won't give any spoilers away at all, I absolutely loved that scene. It was actually one of my favourite scenes in the movie. Some people hate the scene with a passion. I loved it. I thought it was touching and poignant. I thought it was very sensitively handled by both the performers and the writer and it was probably my favourite scene in the movie. Yeah, I loved it too. And uh, I think, you know, as we said before, the, the movie was very predictable in some ways with the plot line. And this came completely out of the blue. It really, I had no idea this was coming. And I just loved it because it was such an unexpected deviation in the, in the plot line. And I felt very touched by it because it was so clever. And the way that Robert Carlyle, who we know from Spotting, and I think, a lot of other big blockbuster British movies. He was fantastic in the way he had, was wearing the makeup. And it was kind of like this alternative uh, scenario, you know, kind of a sliding doors moment. You know, what if the Beatles didn't exist and what would have happened to one of the members if they didn't exist? And I think it was completely believable when I looked at the kind of life that he'd had, the adventurous life that he'd had. On the line with Jason Dacey from Brisbane, the uh, founder of Cockatoo Media, of course, a longtime former resident of Singapore. And Jason, uh, tell us, how has the movie uh, been accepted or how is it done uh, across Australia? It's done pretty well, Glenn. You know, as I mentioned, it was released at the end of uh, June and it's already generated $9 million uh, in the box office. The total gross for the whole world is $131 million. It's the 17th uh, top film for the year, which obviously doesn't sound anything exciting like The Avengers, which is number one. But it's done a, a you know, pretty good business. Uh, you know, the thing about the Beatles in Australia 
1964, they actually toured here uh, when they were on the, the global tour, and mm. they attracted 300,000 people to a, a gathering in Adelaide when they arrived in Adelaide. Wow. And that was a world record for many years for the number of people. So, I mean, Neil lived uh, in Geelong in Victoria near Melbourne, and he knows that the, the Beatles are, are massive here just yeah. like everywhere else. And well, when I was a kid growing up, right, my favorite st- song in primary school was Obla Dee Obla Da. That was back in 1969. Fifty years later, my daughter, Ella, who is uh, nine turning ten, guess what song she was studying in music class last week at, uh, at Morningside State School? Obla Dee Obla Da. Yeah. She said, Daddy, I know you love this song. Uh, so can you imagine 50 years separating you know, my love of that song and yeah. my daughter's love of that song? No, it's extraordinary. And I, I remember, I've seen the footage of those 300,000 people in Adelaide, 1964, yeah. turning up, which just shows you there's absolutely nothing to do in Adelaide. They'll come out for anything. <laughs> but, uh, but no, That's a whole other story. Yeah, but no, and, and as a footnote to that, for Singaporean listeners, I always tell people this anecdote that they always say the Beatles never set foot in Singapore. It's actually not true. Mm. They set foot in Singapore for a couple of hours in 1964 yeah. on the way to Australia yeah. when the plane had to be re- fueled yeah. so th- I, 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 they were on the tarmac they were on the tarmac yeah. so they have yeah. all set foot on singaporean <laughs> soil and the open and you di- know another thing glenn too i just want to interrupt there yeah did you know that ringo Starr was replaced for the beginning of that tour because he had tonsillitis had his tonsils out hmm. so there was a replacement drummer uh this is what Be- beatles freaks like me and neil know uh <laughs> there was a replacement drummer so for that three hundred thousand, um you know uh, gathering in adelaide and the population of adelaide at that time was only probably about five the more than half the city is there watching them. There was a replacement drummer. Uh, I remember that. I've seen the footage, and now I'm going to try and think of the name, and I can't. I'm going to have to remember it later. Uh, if you I remember, think it's Jimmy. I think it's Jimmy. Jimmy Nickel. One of the, the listeners. Jimmy, Jimmy Nicole, yeah, Nickel. There you go. There you go. It's, it's Jeez, true. You guys are deep in no, the weeds. No, I think he yeah. played the early. Jason's absolutely right. Uh, Ringo had a tonsillectomy, but in those days, you just kept playing. You never stopped. Yeah, of course. And you know, so you've got twenty-five uh, percent of the band missing, <laughs> and then Ringo came out subsequently. Yeah. He's still sick and, and carried on with the, bo- Neil, with the any, boys. Neil, any sense of how the film is done here in Singapore? It's not done as well as I thought it would do. I have to be very honest. I do think it's got swallowed up a little by the superhero mania that yeah. is that is taking part. You know, it, it came after the Avengers. Um, uh, there's a oh, Spider-Man is still around. That's doing very well. Uh, it, it hasn't done as well as I thought. I mean, as I say, I was the only people in the cinema. But um, on the global scale, it's done exceptionally well. As Jason rightly says, 130 million may not seem a lot. But what they call, to use a company jargon, industry jargon, an original IP that's mm. not comic book related, mm-hmm. that is not based on a remake, a franchise mm. of any kind, to get over $100 million is almost unprecedented. And it's very interesting that the two movies that have done it recently, one is Yesterday, the other is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie, right. which I absolutely adore. Yeah. But they both have a similar uh, story trick, as Jason knows, which they both rewrite history and in very positive, poignant ways. And I mm. think that is the true power of cinema that you can do that. I think that's what cinema should do. That's what art should do. It should show alternate timelines and alternate histories. It should give you hope. And the best thing about yesterday, Jason, I think, is it gives you hope, doesn't it? It really does, Neil. And, you know, there were certain scenes in in the film that really touched me. I don't know about you, but I had tears in my eyes when 
In My Life, uh, that wonderful track from 1965 that was written by John Lennon was, was played, yep. and, and it was about the, the, the main character, Mesh Patel, you know, singing to Lily James about how she was such a significant part of his li- uh, life. So there were moments like that, uh, you know, even the funny things like where they said, hey, Jude, to be hey, dude, you know, that's what Ed Sheeran suggested. Yeah, right, yeah. In <laughs> it's in the trailer it, as well. Know? Yeah. Yeah, gentlemen, we have to yeah. leave it there. But uh, Jason Dacey, thank you for joining us on the line uh, from Brisbane, and Neil Humphreys in the studio to talk about the new movie yesterday, right here on Money FM. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.